Hello, everybody. It's Isaiah. This is Dan. And Ed. And we... It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. You know, what? Just talking about that. Yeah, but I, I wasn't on the podcast. <laughs> Me and you were talking. Dan wasn't. Yeah. It's true. So it's we're just, back. Yeah. Because the podcast room is back. Yeah. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> I listen to so many podcasts. I have like 70 podcasts on here. And as soon as I fall asleep with the with a playlist going, mm. and I, like one night I woke up and it's just like, and then they and then they burned it that slowly in a fire. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, well, that all makes sense. I mean, that's what happens when you leave the fires unattended. Yeah, you burned it that slowly. No, no, if it's, if it's unattended, you're fine. You're, you're not there. But you, how, then how do you burn slowly? No, the, the fire? What? No. It's just, it's one of those. It's one of those. Uh, if a tree falls down in the woods and no one's around to hear it, doesn't make a sound. It's like, how do you really know it's burning slowly if it's unattended? Mm. A camera. <laughs> it got same, same, same answer. Same answer for the if a tree falls and no one's around. Camera. camera. <laughs> it solves everything. This is just just stick. Thousands upon thousands of cameras in various which, forests. Which came first, the chicken or the chicken or the egg? Well, we put a camera down and we waited. <laughs> Turns out it was man. My my theory is the egg. My 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 postulate for that, just because of the simple fact that, um, a, a being closely resembling a chicken, so dinosaur laid the exactly laid the egg. And then the stage of evolution that created Life, uh, a chicken finds a way. cracks out of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so it's welcome to our welcome uh, to existential. Serious <laughs> news. news yeah, that's, that's, that's okay. <laughs> our philosophy okay. segment. Um, so, do you remember that guy who? Uh, oh, I hate that guy. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh. you will. Um, that guy that that raised the cost of uh, the pharmaceuticals and oh, also yeah, yeah. got the uh, uh, the Wu Tang album. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Martin Shkreli, aka Pharma Bro. Yeah, who's yeah. who started that? <laughs> it seems like too, too affectionate of a of a nickname. Well, no, because a bro isn't a, isn't necessarily a good person. Yeah, that's true. Have, have you not seen Bro Rape, the Derek Comedy <laughs> classic video? Yeah, I, I I have. Yes, Xbox and yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So he's been sentenced to seven years. Yeah. And he has to forfeit $7.4 million and his Wu-Tang album. Specifically, that's part of, of what he has to give did up. Did Bill Murray finally get it? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that story. No, I did not. Uh, did you hear about that story? But I don't know. That was a part of the agreement. Oh. <laughs> Anyone's allowed to, to come take it, right? Wasn't that part of the... Yeah, that's right. Know, Only Bill Murray is Only allowed. Bill to, Murray. Yeah. Only Bill Murray was allowed. Uh, that's the one sad thing about this is that'll never happen now. <laughs> so has, yeah. no, it has a better chance now. <laughs> yeah. Well, because here's the thing is that is that odds are that album will be repossessed, mm-hmm. and um, as a result of that, uh, they'll probably hold like a an auction, like Secondary a police one. auction almost, mm-hmm. to to get it. And then, of course, you know that guy's probably gonna screw up. So Bill Murray has full rights to take it. Yeah, because no matter what happens, the question Bill is, Murray. what would Bill Murray do with it? Uh, listen to it. What else do you do with it? Well, it, it, it's simple, really. Uh, release it for free. Okay, that's that's the real answer. I want a joke answer. Uh, Play frisbee. He would make it the soundtrack for Groundhog's Day Two. Groundhog's Day Two. <laughs> That'd be great. Groundhog with Wu Tang album. 
It's a great soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. That's what and, wakes him up know, is Wu-Tang is for the children, you know? And that's how he gets to free, make it free. Yeah. By releasing the movie. Yeah. He, oh, yeah? Huh? Yeah, they can't, they can't sell, but they can't l- legitimately sell the soundtrack. It has to be given away. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, that's literally part of the deal is that you can't let other people listen to it unless you're allowing them to listen to it for, for free. free. Okay. That, that's another part of the stipulation. Interesting. Um, so what do you want to talk about? We got we got winter Olympic. We, we, we've been gone for a long time. We got about a year. What do you, the viewers yeah. at home, want to listen to? Winter, winter Olympics. Warm. We got Black Panther up up uh, everywhere. Monster Hunter World. We could just talk about for like the no, entire day. Yeah, no, he, we uh, could. You, you guys could. I'm yeah. just gonna be over here twiddling sharpening my, your you know, you know words. You could just say random words that you've heard us. <laughs> you know enough to know that you have to sharpen your hammer. No, but see, uh, see, and then that's the thing too is that like um, stuff that I did know is no longer relevant because <laughs> like I, I said, that's, that's true. I, remember, I remember I said something about like, oh yeah, I'll bring all the whetstones. Like uh, they don't actually have whetstones anymore. It's no, just, they, it's just they, automatic. They, they still exist, but you, they're they're yeah. You just it, always have them now. Yeah, it doesn't take up an item slot. You just sharpen and, and you're good. And it's like, oh well. Well, that was one of the three things I knew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just learned something newer. Now I'm not going to bring any whetstones because they're already there. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we can think about uh, Black Panther has gotten like every, he's broken every record. Yeah. And that's not really true, but (laughs) you guys seen Black Panther. You guys have seen Black Panther, right? I I have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I think you guys saw it. Yeah. Okay, everyone in the world has seen it. Yeah. Who did I see it with? You saw it with Dan. You guys came back. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, oh. I was like, oh, wait a minute, because you were confused as to as to if I saw it, and then Dan's like, oh, yeah, I saw it. I was like, yeah, well, when he well, said... Dan, if Dan saw it, and I know I saw it, then, and, Dan, and Ed doesn't know that I saw it with Dan, then how, who did I see it with? <laughs> it became this really weird, it became this really weird conundrum in my head that made, like, some no short circuit. Uh, I like that movie. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's just broken every record. It's it's the uh, number one sure movie. Circuit? It's the number one movie for for a superhero origin. Uh-huh. It's like the number uh, two movie in the last year. It's like the number like <laughs> number one for the weekend. It's it's number three for like I think comic movies of all time or something. It's ridiculous. Like it's for just the origins, it's just always being beaten by Avengers. But outside I, I, of that, I, I love how you're like it's broken every record. It got second place. It got third. It got, yeah yeah. Like, okay, the, it, those but it broke re- breaking records. It is if you were it was if you were third or second. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Okay, fine. It's the it's the the highest opening weekend for February. The highest opening weekend for a winter a movie. It's got the uh, beat Deadpool. Uh, yes, it did. It beat Deadpool and everything. Everything Deadpool had, it, it now has. Hmm. Uh, it has the it has uh, the, the highest most blood. The highest uh, President's Day four day holiday weekend opener. It has the um, I think it has the highest third week without a holiday um, because the only ones that have beaten it uh, both uh, had their third week on New Year's. Ah, uh, okay. And it's got like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who haven't seen it. But Amanda. Who are you? Yeah. M'Baku is the best. Oh, yeah. I will say. Yep. That's. M'Baku. You, you, you would like M'Baku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. I, will. Oh, I don't know, because the sister's also good. Well, no. no. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. M'Baku is best side character. What's the, the sister? The sister, I, I, I can't. The sister is a main. Yeah. 
Because she's she's a, she's she's like Q in freaking in freaking James Bond. She she makes all the stuff. She does actually fight. She does. Yeah. What are those? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's trying to like pair her up with somebody in the movie, and it's like I don't know if it works for anyone. She's too. She, her age difference is too weird. Well, that's why that's why everyone now pairs her like with Spider Man. Yeah, see that one works. And then like and then the what are those meme came out again because like you see Spider Man looking at her Panther gauntlets, and oh, then no. and then uh, her looking at Peter's web shooters, yeah. and they're both like, <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Uh, if you uh, haven't seen the movie, go watch it. It's good. It's a damn yeah. good movie. I think it still hasn't opened in China yet, and it's already made a billion dollars. It hasn't opened up in China yet, but it's already made a, a, a billion dollars no, in world, China. Worldwide, uh, unrelated oh. to China. Like how, how did a movie <laughs> That's how million? good it got. I think, yeah. it, I think it technically opened yesterday or today, but they it had, hasn't they they had done to, the, uh, the they weekend. Had, they had to add. Oh, no. Never mind. I was going to say they had to add a Chinese person. Into it, but then like I'm like, no, wait, that that opening delegate, scene, I think, I think it's in, Hong- isn't the opening in Hong? Oh, Kong? you're right, yeah, a bunch of it's in there, yeah, 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 the whole so chase scene. So like, there's 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 your China portion, because like I know a lot of movies out there nowadays, it's like they'll add just that little bit of China, yeah, and what is that? Captain America's Winter Soldiers, the list, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the list changes, but um, but like no, a lot of movies like they did for the a lot of the Transformers movies too, is that they would add. They would either add a scene involving a bunch of uh, of Asian actors doing something, or or the actual film itself will have like a bunch of, of Asian stuff added into it. So that way, when it does go to market in China, they can push that. Okay, check it out. We filmed it at your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, and it's cool, but at the same time, I'm, I'm I'm thinking to myself, I really wish you guys would just do it because you want to do it and not just because you want to appease yeah. the Chinese market. Or make more money. <laughs> we got to get that one scene in there. Yeah. I think it's even funnier when they when they don't have, or they have less of a scene, or they ha- or when they just added it back in for like the Chinese release. Yeah. Like, wasn't there like an extra, a couple scenes for uh, Doctor Strange? I believe so, That yeah. just didn't make it like anywhere else. <laughs> Expand that role. Um, it was a strange movie. So how did you guys like the Winter Olympics? I uh, haven't seen any of them. I, I just, was I I I I never thought I would sit through a curling match. Yeah, that was so good. Here we are. <laughs> That's uh, when they throw the little they puck throw, in and they yeah they sweep they, it up. Well, the reason why they sweep it up is literally it's literally like imagine you set up ice for a hockey game or for figure skating, so it's always all smooth. But now imagine you did that and. And then you dumped a bucket of water over the already frozen ice. That's essentially how curling is because the ice in curling is actually really bumpy. And that's the whole point of the sweeping. To is, take out the bumps. Is to take you're out the bumps so that way the stone will move melting, faster. You're basically melting the ice on top a little bit. Yeah. So that way the stone will move faster. And also if you need it to curve. So like if you start sweeping one direction, the bumps will disappear there, so the stone will start to curve because now mm-hmm. it's smooth here, but the bumps are here, so it'll like start shifting Turning. itself. And um, and that's why like that's why like it's a big arena for such a thin thing because there's five separate uh, curling curling boards, huh? Because okay. there, there's like ten. I forget what they call them. I'm gonna say innings, but <laughs> like I know so, that that's so they switch to different ones in order to keep. Going back to that good default, you know, yeah, in order to keep going back to a plain sheet. Okay, basically. so so it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like how 
like how in bowling and they have to adjust to the uh, the oil being being gone from certain sections because they used it too much. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. And uh, and yeah, so it's like and, and the funny thing was like my sister used to have a crush on um, Pete sure. Fenson, who was the guy that we had. I want to say in 2010 mm-hmm. that 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 got us the bronze for curling. Yeah. And that's how she learned all the rules, and then she was like teaching us everything about it because she like she had a crush on the guy, so she was watching all of the curling bouts to see him, and then it was like, uh, and then, so then like she basically picked up the rules of the game, and then we're watching, and we're like, oh, okay, that makes so, sense now. So what happens when the yeah, what just happened? <laughs> he hit the other guy's thing the, and knocked it out. The floor's already good. clean. Why do they keep sweeping it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and the funny thing was is that America was almost out. Yeah, okay, because these guys weren't even um, weren't even supposed to be like the team either, right? Uh, that that part I'm not. Okay, sure. what I what, from what I heard, um, there was a it's basically a team that the association puts out to be like they pay for them and they support them in order to uh, try to get them to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. And this guy had like a really bad series of games, and they were like, "We're not going to support you anymore. We're going to go with this other team instead." And, <coughs> Excuse me, and then he got a bunch of other guys who who also weren't uh, you know being supported, and they formed a team and they just basically paid for everything themselves, and and went out and did better than the team that was supported by the association, and then they got to the Olympics instead of them. Because uh, right. the, the only thing I had heard was that uh, in like the round robin series, like before you get to the actual gold medal yeah. game kind of thing, um, America was like. Two and four. And um, they're like, basically, next elimination, or next loss, your guys are gone. They then went on to finish the the thing eight and four. Jesus. <laughs> the next loss, you guys are finished. Yeah, and so they, <laughs> so they didn't lose again. <laughs> got it, I understand. And, and got yeah. it, coach. Oh, another, another thing you got to look at when it comes to those guys, um, the... Uh, the Swedish no, curling team the, with the, the pants? The, the Nor- yeah. The, oh, the, Nor- the Norwegians. Norwegians. <laughs> the they, they had fancy pants. They had big plans and pants to match. <laughs> um, like every, like, like, like I think one of their games was actually on Valentine's Day and they had pants yeah. with hearts. And then like they had like these, these sweet looking polka dot pants and they had. Yeah, like, uh, their, point, their pants were on point the whole time. Yeah. So it wasn't the deal that they, that they, uh, <laughs> <coughs> they started wearing those at, at some point, and then they actually got um, no, no, sponsored like, by uh, the company that so, makes them. No, the thing was, they were just kind of pissed off at their actual uniforms because uh, they were like, they're like, oh, this is drab. This is so like, eh. but you had to force it and everything like that. And then, like in the locker rooms, they would try out one of these pants that they gave them, and they asked the other team, like, hey, do you think we should wear these? And they're like, hell yeah, you should wear them. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. So then they just started wearing them. And and the, the cool thing is, I believe um, the company that made those pants, uh-huh. before they're like kind of getting decent, you know, enough to get by. Yeah. But after the Olympics, blew up <laughs> and started like, selling uh, like, yeah, crazy. Like, it's, it's like we can't even meet up with demand yeah. anymore. <laughs> so because of that, that's why they sponsor them. With the pants, and that's why their pants are always different, yeah. because they have so many designs. They're like, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you made us really popular. And the only thing I know about the Olympics also uh-huh. is that one snowboarder that overslept, oh, yeah. that Kurt said it better 
on TV and was texting while snowboarding and got gold. Yeah. God, there were, there were so many stories like that, like that, like the one girl that was like uh, tweeting and stuff. Yeah, she was tweeting while she was while she was uh, like like at, while she no. was waiting for the other people to do yeah. their stuff. She wanted ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> and people kept bringing her ice cream. Two two different U.S. Uh, competitors who I think both won gold. Uh, oh, uh, overslept because they were watching uh, Netflix. I think. What's that? What's that show? The uh, the cop show with um, the SNL guy. Show with the SNL. Yeah, I, I can't narrow it down any further than that. Oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, they were both watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> That's a good show. It's a great show. Um, I still need to watch it. It has a lot of uh, funny stories from this year's. And thing. I still like the like, like you won the gold medal. Oh, no. This must be some kind of mistake. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the 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 skier who's actually a snowboarder. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. 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 And then she won the gold for snowboarding too. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's the first person. In Olympic history, to get two gold medals in different sports. Really? Yeah. Because any like, sports? Wow. Well, well yeah. Well, because like n- normally it's like you can sw- get you can get two in like both figure skating or both something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like like if you're a swimmer, you're not gonna also do diving. You're a swimmer. Like you you just mm-hmm. swim. And it's like so it's the same thing. Like yeah, like like skiing and snowboarding are two completely separate things. You get there's it's two completely different. You may be playing the same field, but and, yeah. not the. Not according to her. <laughs> she said that's, that's the reason why she also took skiing, because she's like, well, it's still, you know, riding downhill. <laughs> well, to put it in perspective, it's like it's like somebody somebody said, the Winter Olympics is just two weeks of finding different ways of sliding on ice. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> like, like, there's no sport where that isn't sliding on ice. Like, technically, I feel like basketball should be a Winter Olympic sport, because it was invented for the sole purpose of playing indoors during the winter months. Huh. That's why the that's why the that's why the basketball season happens at the same time as the hockey season, because basketball was invented because like all the all the outdoor sports that the PE teacher that invented the game would do, he couldn't do anymore because they were snowed in or it was too cold out to play anything. That's so crazy. he invented the game of basketball. And uh, and yes, yeah, so I learned something about sports today. So it's technically a winter sport, but because of the fact. That it's like, oh well, I mean, you can you can play it any time of year. They're like, well, we'll just maybe it's a summer sport. Like, yeah, everybody likes the summer. There's, there's no, better. there's it's no, just... there's no ice in this. Let's put it in the summer. And <laughs> there should be ice. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> dead. Everybody's Antarctica. running on ice. And <laughs> well, it's like when I was a kid, I used to wonder, like, how do they do that so fast? Because it'll be like you know, like there'll be a Sunday where it's like the Lakers play at Staples, and then at, at like one in the Tuesday. afternoon. And then at five o'clock, the Kings play at Staples against. How the hell did they get so fast? <laughs> like, ah uh, man. Um, but that that girl, man, she she was great. She, uh, <laughs> I believe she was from the Czech Republic. You know what? I don't. Don't know. like. I know she wasn't. I won't American. disagree. I, yeah, I, she. Yeah, I want to say. Well, um, she actually did borrow her her skis from an American though, because <laughs> she didn't even have her own skis. Yeah, and. Uh, and she said that she thinks she won just because she, she she was just like, well, I'm not gonna win, so I'll just go for all the hardest things, and there's no way I'll hit them all. But she hit the, she hit them all. <laughs> she did it because it was fun. Because yeah. everybody else was playing it safe because because there've been a lot like a lot of falls this this year. Yeah. Because there was a, a high winds, so everyone like um I think there was one race where I think like like ninety percent of the the competitors fell, mm. so they were just kind of playing it safe, and she was just like, nope, just all the <laughs> hardest turns. 
I loved some of the like there were a couple of new events at this Olympics. And I didn't know that they were actually new until like they said it like halfway oh, through the event. Yeah, like that there one. was one uh, snowboard big air. Yeah, like there was like there's there's the snowboard half pipe and then there's the snowboard downhill slope. But this year they added snowboard big air, which is basically a giant slope with like a ramp at the end, and you just have to do the biggest trick that you can possibly do yeah. without like. Effing it up. It's like the ski version of that, where but it's, it's actually a trick instead of just trying to land. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 extreme uh, ski Teams. jump. What was the other one? It was the one where they were um, they were skating, but it was like NASCAR. Have you seen, did you see that one? That the was, only turn left. That was the other new one. Ah. Well, well, yes, that's how the track works. But <laughs> it's it's a circle. <laughs> so yes, the only turn left. I was gonna say speed skating. That's always been there. Well, no, no. This this one works. It's basically a long distance, uh-huh. and they're all they're all the one pack. Basically, every competitor is racing at the same time. So it's just basically a big group of people. Uh-huh. So you see all the all the same things you see in NASCAR, like like the um, drafting and like. The kind of like uh, whipping around someone kind uh-huh. of thing to get ahead. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, no, I, d- I do think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, that was yeah. that was that was one of the new ones. That was interesting. And uh, what was? Man, when somebody falls in that, it's it's just like NASCAR, where it's just like, oh, there goes every competitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that 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 I remember that happening uh, back at the uh, back when Apollo Anton Ono was was skating. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a gold medal game for short track speed skating. And you know, uh, there's it's the top four competitors, and, and number one, two, and three are like really like on each other. Okay. Number number four is Australia. He is nowhere near the other three. <laughs> but guess what? He won. And you know why? Because they all fell in the. <laughs> yeah, he just like coasted through. I've seen that gif. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did it. And then, and then I think Ono got silver. And then the third guy's like, like just like trying to stand up and yeah, just jump just, across just the struggling. finish line to get, get something. bronze. Get something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. At that point, you're just happy to get third. <laughs> well, it's like they always say, um, the happiest medal winners are gold and bronze. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Silver's just pissed that they didn't get gold. Yeah. Silver's because pissed they didn't get gold. Bronze is happy that they freaking got a medal. And gold is happy because, hey, I got gold. Yeah, I won. Except for that one person that, like, no, this is some kind of mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She actually, uh, during her her post interview thing, she, she just kept, like, her goggles on. And they're like, why are you st- still wearing the goggles? And she's like, well, I didn't think I was going to be interviewed. I didn't put makeup on. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, in my mind, I'm like, you're 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 playing a sport that you're not used to playing. I would I would interview you, like, yeah, that's true. Uh, Plus, she did look pretty kick ass. Oh, did you see the the one snowboarder in the half pipe who who came from I think SoCal? Total power. And she just all she did was just complete it. Uh-huh. She didn't do any tricks. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're basically comparing her to um um uh, what's that guy Eddie the Eagle? Uh huh. She basically uh, found out that her I think her. Uh, some family member was Austrian, so she got in through through Austria, and they didn't have any other competitors, so she got in just by uh, completing it, and that's all she did during the Olympics. She didn't. She, it's very hard to like just make it through the half pipe, uh-huh. so she just did the bare minimum, which was just like going up one side, went back down the other side, <laughs> up it. the other side. I did it. <laughs> I'm a winner. I, I made it to the Olympics. <laughs> Screw everybody. <laughs> what did you do with your life, right? <laughs> Yeah, because uh, it's the grandfather clause. Like, I remember in, in hockey, uh, the women's hockey team, 
Uh, there was one player, I think she played for America, and then her sister didn't get on the American team, but she, I think she played for Korea um, because of the grandfather clause. Kill Which Bort. is? Kill Bort. Kill Bort. I mean, I think Kill it's... Bort. Uh, it's what? It's, <laughs> well, no, because I remember. Just, I remember no, I just because no. you said no, because I remember. I remember the hockey. The, the hockey with yeah. the uh, Bart and Lisa. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> the... um, well, because the grandfather clause basically goes like, um, if your grand like it, you can go back two generations worth. Okay. So it's like I'm an American, but my grandparents immigrated to America from Mexico. So if I don't get in the sport in America, I can go to Mexico. And try player. out there, t- and try out there. So that's why she got in through Austria was because even though she's from America, she like basically her parents less than two generations or less was from Austria, which is why she was able to to be on the Austrian team. Okay, like like that's what they have to check for. You can't just like you can't just go like I'm an American, I didn't get in. In Germany, you got any spaces? <laughs> like, yeah, we got some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple. <laughs> oh man. Um... Oh, and there was that one, I want to say the Japanese uh, figure skater, uh-huh. um, that <laughs> apparently there's like a running thing with him where one time he had a Winnie the Pooh like thing with him, you know, in his in his seat where, he, where he's waiting to go up. Uh-huh. And like every fan of his like latched onto that. So now, so now after he, he skates, people throw Winnie the Pooh dolls onto the, onto the ice. Aww. That's not nice. They throw poo at him. <laughs> right? <laughs> at least they named the poo. Uh, you don't name it. Then explain Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> oh, did you want to talk about that that oh, yeah, uh, yeah. movie teaser? Since we have a good transition into it. Great segue. Uh, <laughs> the uh, they they just released the um, the trailer. Like they released a, a, a few trailers at the Oscars. This, oh, because uh, there was also Mary Poppins Returns, and uh, it's gonna have Lin Manuel Miranda in it and everything like that. And uh, it starts off with that kite. Flying, like you know, like the, the kite from the original movie, mm-hmm. and then like uh, some kids are like, running with it, and then like you look up in the clouds, and there's uh, Mary Poppins like descending, like you just see like her, like, and um, not Mary Poppins, y'all, yeah, <laughs> that's the only reason why they did it. And she get and she she like goes in, and then and then they do that thing with the mirror where she looks at herself, and then like she walks away, and the reflection stays there, and um. And then I found out it was a paranormal activity movie. No, I'm kidding. I was going to say, it sounds horrifying. It's like yeah. she's trapped in the mirror world now, and the one that's walking around isn't really her. And She's in the mirror. In every mirror. <laughs> oh, God. No, yeah, cause, it uh, follows, yeah. too. <laughs> I was going Doctor Who. I know. I just... Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, no, because she did that in the first movie when, when she sings that one song. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then and then the, the mirror starts like... Uh, cheeky, <laughs> and she continues her song. Uh, but then, yeah, but then the other one that I was excited about uh, was freaking Christopher Robin the movie, and um, stars you and McGregor. And then they actually got Jim Cummings uh, from um, Where's Jim? Oh, Jim Cummings. He's coming. Cummings. Cummings. Uh, he's been Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I want to say since the eighties, really, because the original Winnie the Pooh passed away like, like after Blustery Day. I want to say, mm-hmm. I, I keep rhyming and I don't mean to, um, but yeah, like, uh, and he, he, and so Jim Cummings, who is a well-known like Disney actor, like he's the voice of Pete. Yeah, if you ever hear Pete in in any form of Disney media, 
that that's Jim Cummings. Okay. So he also does. So he does the voice of Pete. He does the voice of uh, of Winnie the Pooh. But then, like a lot of the other actors that they got uh, are really kind of cool. Like uh, one of the ones I saw was Christopher Dowd or Chris O'Dowd, who mm-hmm. you know from like the IT crowd or Bridesmaids or Have you seen any of those? Nope. I've seen, no. I've seen, I've, I've seen enough. Yeah. Bridesmaids, the cop that nice. Kristen Wiig likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna be Tigger. Okay. And then, uh, and then they got Brad Garrett from Everybody Loves Raymond, um, Eeyore. Do they still have uh, what's his name as uh, Mr. L? Well, hold on, I'm, I'm looking Mr. up the owl. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center? No, the owl will be played by the guy that played Arnim Zola in Captain America, the guy with the glasses. Oh, huh. that uh, that that later becomes that TV screen in Winter Soldier. Huh. Okay, I, I can hear it. Uh, Peter Capaldi is going to be Rabbit. All right, like I'm, I'm like looking at all these things. I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't know who's playing Piglet. Some guy named Nick Mohammed. So, so is he just gonna keep seeing these things come to life and like, gonna have a whole group following him? Well, I, I, I feel it's like one of those things where it's like. So, is anybody else gonna see it, or is it just gonna be him the whole movie? I feel like it's just gonna be him because I feel like it's, it's, it, I feel like it's kind of like Hook. Yeah. Or, you know, it's it's the older version of this guy, and it's just like, you know, you kind of, like, lost your way a bit, and we're here to kind of help you yeah. find find that spark that you lost. And Haley Atwell's also in it, and I freaking love her. Uh, Peggy Carter from mm. uh, from Peggy Carter, or from Captain America, if you never saw the, the ABC show, which, by the way... By the way. By you the way. should go see that series, if you haven't seen What's Peggy Carter. I've heard it's really good. And and yeah and like so it's like Disney's coming out with a lot of a lot of a lot of good Disney stuff you know like like it's not just Marvel it's not just Star Wars but by the way, um, freaking Donald Glover's Landau as Lando Landau, Landau. Landau. his new name is now as Lando. Let's think of Martin Landau who's another actor. Who- turns out they <laughs> turns out it's actually always been Landau and everyone's <laughs> just been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. And he didn't want to correct them. You know, he just felt bad. It's like uh, Jerry, Gary, Larry. <laughs> that reminds me of uh, on, on Game Grumps. They had an episode where they talk about Pepsi. He's like, what if what if there was never a commercial that said the name of the product and it's actually Peepsy and we've just been saying it incorrectly all this time and then finally there's just a commercial that's like, check a nice, cold, refreshing Peepsy. And you're like, wait, wait what? <laughs> <laughs> My whole world. Yeah. Um, and like Donald Glover is Lando. This looks freaking amazing. But here's here's my one thing that I want to say to Hollywood to Disney out there. Make a Rogue Squadron film, damn it. Yeah. I want a movie about the pilots. Like not just not just the the fancy famous one. Like so I want a wedge movie. Give me a movie about Man, wedge. Wedge is the best. Right? Wedge is the best that uh but only in the uh, in the alternative stuff. Because well, you didn't get to do much in the movies, but Well no, but that's the thing. He's one of only four survivors of the Death Star run. Yeah, and is. he survived all the way through the trilogy, so you know he's a badass because he's able to get through all of this. Like he's not force sensitive; he's just he's just, he's a, just a good pilot, a buddy of Luke's. Yeah, he's a good um, pilot. Yeah, because even then, Luke's other buddy dies in freaking uh, the first Star Wars, Biggs, mm. and and yeah, so Wedge is just amazing. Um, but yeah. Make, make, those, make, those make, are my make, two cents. Make, make it happen. Make Rogue Squadron. Consume Prilosec. What? <laughs> God, not that again. Um, 
just a tiny bit of bear news. I figured I should look up something that has bear <laughs> Heck news. Heck yeah. Just, we haven't done bear news. Back. Yeah, this week so, is bear story. So, so Far Cry 5. Have you seen anything about Far Cry 5? Yes. <laughs> that it's that people have been complaining because it's white people this time. Yeah. Well, it's basically like uh, like a bunch of like, uh, I don't know, like a bunch of like, a, a, you know, country bumpkin guys that are all like, uh, like redneck and like uh, kind of crazy living out in the swamp. And yeah. You know, uh, moonshine, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In this game, you uh, you can actually find and and train a bear, and then have it as your friend, and just like he just he just goes with you everywhere and just, yeah. just destroys everyone. Okay. That's if fun. the if the trophy that you get for that isn't mm. called Grizzly Adams, <laughs> I, I I I feel like that that you're you're wasting talent here. God, but it just looks like so much fun. Like he, he literally flipped a guy. Like he just grabbed a guy by the feet and just. Whoa. Did you see what they did to the pool? Did you see what the bear the did to the guy? He flipped the fish. Yeah. Um. Well, either Grizzly Adams or Gentle Ben. Gentle no, Ben. No, Gentle Ben is the bear from Grizzly Adams. Okay. Yeah. No, Gentle Ben. No. No, Ben. It's no. A that was. I'm surprised I was able to get that bear roar out. You're gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> Don't edit that out. <laughs> um, we should probably talk about Smash, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah I got. I, I, got like, I feel like we have to. <laughs> smash, Smash Five. I spent I spent like three hours just watching reaction videos to that. I'm, I'm, I'm st- like I'm still mad that Smash for Wii U and 3DS wasn't called Free for All. With the, with the number four, considering that, like when you played melee, yeah. it would go free for all. So it's like he it's, had it. He you said had, it. It's there. You literally, you, just said it. You have Smash Four. And you just call it Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. It's like you, you <laughs> well, got you got regular melee brawl for Wii U and for 3DS. No, look, just, look, look. I I understand. You know what it is, right? Give it a catchy name. No, it's it's because Nintendo realized they got into that point where all their names were stupid and causing problems. They were like. Oh, the Wii U, and then everybody thought it was. Uh, all the parents just thought it was a, a Wii, uh, like a, a Wii accessory. Uh-huh. And then there was that new 3D. Uh, oh yeah, the uh, new 3DS. Yeah, the new so 3DS XL. So, so you go and you're like, oh, can I get a used new 3DS? It's like, so they were just like, you know what? Let's just call it what it is this time, so nobody is confused. Well, it's not so much like. I don't feel like that's that should be a problem with games. With systems, like maybe. like with systems, yeah, that's the stupidest. Sh- like, well, I mean, PlayStation Four. Okay, <laughs> listen, <laughs> like, just like, listen. Like like Wii U. Like if it was Wii Two, yeah, yeah. it would have been. It would have been. It would have made sense. And then and then like you make a game called Wii Two, where it's like a multiplayer kind of kind of like the way that a One Two Switch. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been fun. Nice little thing. Uh. But yeah, when you just when you just have it Wii U, it's like I'm like so so is this the college I go to now that I'm was was Wii High School? Oh <laughs> like, man, Wii University is that's the best game. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, and then and then you go to the Switch and then 3DS oh no DS 3DS 2DS you went backwards. Oh it's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. And then and then new 3DS. Did they have a new 2DS? <laughs> yeah, they, they have a new yeah. 2DS. But the thing is, the new 2DS is a little bit different just because of the fact that. Um, it does actually close. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I've because I have I have friends that 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 wanted to get two DSs because a it's cheaper, and b their eyesight doesn't Can yeah their eyesight the... doesn't work with three D right here. Yep. So the new two DS 
A is cheaper and B actually closes. So like it does for everything the, for you the adult. Yeah, that's uh, what I feel like. I feel like the regular 2DS was actually for kids, yeah. and the new 2DS is for adults that wanted a 2DS. Yeah, and um, and can you um, still use the Amiibo thing on the new 2DS? Yes, because it has all of the all of the connectivity of a of a new 3DS. Oh man, freaking Dark Souls Amiibo got announced. <laughs> Yo, you guys see that? Dark Souls to Smash. Uh, <laughs> oh god, I, I I would love that, but I doubt it. <laughs> I just want Crash. I just want Crash. I want Crash Bandicoot. In a Smash Brothers, and then just get well, Sonic cons- in there again. Well, considering they just introduced uh, the Insane trilogy is yeah. coming to uh, Switch. Yeah, exactly. So, so that would that would that would make sense. God, just just give them every every <laughs> get get Cloud back, get Snake back, and then you have like Who's all these Snake? all these like PlayStation things. People were saying like, I want Snake, but I don't want to give Konami the money for the license increase. That's true. It's like just just, just just get Norman Reedus. Yeah, like, it's like it's Norman like, Reedus from from unreleased game. Yeah, and and in all honesty, I'd rather have uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a playable and, character in Smash. Yeah, <laughs> and have him be like have him have like DDD moves. Oh man, good. Get a Guillermo del Toro skin for for King DDD. <laughs> I would play the hell out of him, and I don't even play DDD. Man, good uh, good on him by the way, winning like what. Did he win like three Oscars? No, he won two. He won Best Director and Best Picture. Okay, no, his movie also. Okay, but his movie though also won other things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It won like Best. Uh, God, what is it like? Best, Best Setting. What's What's the word I'm looking for? Cinematography. No, it was. Uh, it was like the set. Like oh, the Best set, set Design. Yeah, Set Design. I know it won Best Set Design. Uh, yep. I I know it was up for cinematography. I don't remember if it won that one. No, uh, I do believe. Uh, I feel bad because I remember I I. Yeah, I don't remember who won for cinematography, but I, I believe it was I believe it was a woman, and it's like the first time a woman really? has won for best cinematography. Oh, that's great! Oh man, um, oh. but I forget her name. Uh, but yeah, like I was I was so happy that Jordan Peele won for best writer for for of our best best original screenplay for Get Out. Well, that was a great screenplay. I mean, I don't, I don't blame him for winning for that. Like it was, it was funny too, because like I was kind of rooting for him, or I was rooting for Emily Gordon and Kumail Nanjiani for the big set. Yeah, sin. yeah, me too. And I, and like when I watch, when I, when you see Jordan Peele win, you see Emily kind of like nod and applaud. Like I feel like she kind of had that. Well, uh, if anyone was gonna beat us, I'm glad it was him. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then, and, and then he's he now has like he took a photo on his uh, on his like uh, on his Twitter? Twitter, and his his Emmy for Key and Peele is like in a face off. With his Oscar, like they're just staring each other down now. <laughs> Death battle. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm actually looking it up. Are you sure that a girl won for? I'm looking it I, up. It says it says Roger Deakins for Blade Runner 2049. Ah, crap. Okay. Well then, well because take it back. <laughs> I, I I partially take it back just because of the fact that I know that she was also the first. Um. She was the first woman nominated. Okay. Like a woman had had never been nominated for cinematography, wow, really? which I feel is like, like is that is like, I don't know. Like it, it it pisses me off that something like that would be such a male dominated field. But then you know, qu- going back to uh, what's her face, Natalie Portman, when uh, they did Best Director at the Golden Globes, and she's like, and now for the all male directors <laughs> for Best Director, <laughs> the all male nominees. I see. Uh, uh, the Ship of Water became only the second movie with a credited woman screenwriter to win Best Picture mm-hmm. since World War II. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, 
the the one thing that kind of bugged me was like like all of the actors were nominated mm-hmm. like like um uh, Octavia Spencer was nominated for best supporting uh the main woman was nominated for best actress but then Doug Jones gets no love for playing the fish monster <laughs> I'm just like I'm like come on this movie would have come been nothing on. without the giant fish monster it's true man um actually uh um, to go back to uh, Roger Deakins for a second, uh-huh. I forgot. Yeah, the, uh, he's been nominated thirteen times. Uh-huh. Hmm. He was like so happy to win. You could oh, tell, like that, like that was his first one. Yeah, it was his first time actually winning, and he, and he like all of his like they're going over all of his like nominations, mm-hmm. and they're all for movies that you would know. Like you would be like, oh, that movie also had like amazing cinematography, you know? Yeah. And it's like finally after thirteen, he's old. You could tell he was just like, I he's finally got it. He's old. <laughs> well, he took fourteen tries. I felt bad. Was it? Uh, I felt bad, but at the same time, like it's okay. Cause um, uh, there's a, there's a man by the name of Mark Magini. Mm-hmm. He won last year for sound design for Mad Max Fury Road, and he was nominated again this year. And the only reason, like, I was like really rooting for him is because a it's not a it's not an Academy Award that many people like like go to. Mm-hmm. Like they'll, they'll go to best score, they'll go to best original song, but best sound design isn't exactly one that everyone kind of jumps to when they think of uh, the Academy Awards. And it's usually, like, literally one of the first awards they give out. But, like, and then he lost. And I was like, aw. <laughs> but, but, uh, but yeah, because, like, a friend of mine, it's actually his dad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, uh, like they, apparently they give you a book of directions on how to take care of your Oscar. Oh, nice. nice. Like, how to properly polish it. And then the thing is, is that you only get one. If if you ever lose it, if oh. it gets destroyed or whatever, the Academy doesn't give you another Oscar. That one girl was stolen. Did you hear about that? Frances McDormand's? Yeah. If not for the fact that a photographer had seen him and just saw like he, that he had an Oscar in his hand and went, oh, there's an Oscar winner. Let me see if I can get a photo of him. Uh, and okay. If, I thought he posted it on, on something like Twitter or something. No, no, somebody just took a picture of him with it? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, like, like, because they were at like an after party, and Francis McDormand just put it down so she can go talk to somebody, and uh, and this guy like just sees it, snags it, and starts walking to the door, and some like photographer, I want to say it was like for Vanity Fair or something, uh, came up to him and goes like, "Hey, can I take, can I snap?" Like, you know, he's like, "Yeah, sure." Like, um, and then security like had already been alerted about it, so they're looking for him, and uh, he took off, and they finally got him, kicked him out, and got the Oscar back. They 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 had asked her if like she if they had asked Frances McDormand if she wanted to press charge and she's like oh no like I'm I got my thing back we're all good like yeah you know, we, don't need to, wait, wait, wait. we don't need to go further into this but if it wasn't for the fact that a a photographer just saw an Oscar and thought photo op and the guy's ego <laughs> like yeah I'm smart enough to steal this yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I, like I would have I would have like like not that I'd ever steal somebody's Oscar I've held an Emmy once yeah. but I would never I I didn't I. I gave it back because well, I was like, be, I don't want to. To be away fair, with this. it's like you don't want to. You don't want to um, like arouse suspicion. So maybe yeah. you're just like, uh, yeah, you know. But then also too, we have photographic evidence of what this guy looks like, made with a, like a two thousand dollar camera that perfectly <laughs> captured what this man looks like. We can see his DNA. Yeah. We just keep zooming in. There's the bacteria forming on his skin, and and, and yeah, like I must get closer. Yeah, enhance. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I was I was happy for Sam Rockwell too for winning uh, Best Supporting Actor for uh, for Three Billboards. 
Because that's what Frances McDormand won hers for, Best Actress in Three, in, in three Billboards. What? <laughs> three Billboards and a Baby. Oh, by the way, I think the sound design went to, I think, Dunkirk. Because oh, yeah, yeah. the war movies always win sound because it's just so much going on in those movies. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the only thing that Christopher Nolan won, like like his movie won. Like, really? There was a lot of buzz around Dunkirk. Yeah, was it was nominated of, for everything. Yeah, but it was it's one of those movies where where well, it it still won, but it's one of those movies where like it gets nominated for everything and then doesn't win anything. Because <laughs> like it was it was good enough to get Oscar buzz, but not good enough to win Oscars. I'm looking it up right now. Because then you got then you got Shape of Water and, yeah, and Get Shape Out and what Shape of Water took everything. Everything. Well they, well, they took the two biggest. Yeah. And and usually it's like if somebody wins best director, that usually means best picture is going to win, because it's like it bet like it 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 it's not a given, because you know a lot of times it does happen where best director wins, but best but they don't win best picture. Mm-hmm. And, but it, but like they'll they'll point out that's like like uh wow this was the greatest movie ever made this year. Oh, Too well, bad man. nobody directed it because it's like it's like somebody else won best director like. Okay, it still won for three things. It just seemed like it didn't win anything because it was nominated for eight. Well, it, it didn't. It, well, it didn't. I feel like it didn't win any of the ones that mattered. No, it won sound, sound, and editing. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like when you find out. Oh, this move like uh, like what is it? Uh, uh, I don't want to say Lord of the Rings because Return of the King swept everything. But like I mean, like like when the first Lord of the Rings came out, mm-hmm. and like uh, you know, there's not a lot of buzz around it, all sort of stuff. And then it's like I'll. Uh, but it won. It, it's an Academy Award-winning film. One for best makeup. And it's like, of course, it won best makeup. You see that guy's face. <laughs> remember somebody saying that, uh, like they felt bad for Nolan a little bit because, like, when when you don't win for director, but then your film wins for editing, it's uh-huh. kind of like saying, like, oh, your, your directing was pretty good, but it was mostly saved in the edit. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, it was the guy that did all the post-production stuff. That. <laughs> That's to save the movie. Oh, Ed, have you seen this new? Uh, uh, TMNT thing, this new series that's coming out. No, what the heck happened to Mikey? Uh, yeah, in this series, they're actually all different turtles, uh, different different uh, species of turtle. So, yeah, that's why they all kind of have the different things to them. Yeah, nice. and also in this one, Raphael is the leader. Oh, nice. Okay, A, no. <laughs> what? And B, Raphael I'm pissed that he doesn't have his size. They gave him some, okay. like, electro-tonfas. Everybody has different weapons in this one. Um, and but, but like at least in in the first promotional image that I saw, yeah. I still see Donnie with a staff. It does. Okay, it's not, no, no. Donnie's staff has a weird. It's, it's like a wand. It has like a weird but crystal on the but end. But I mean, it's still a bow staff. Like it, you could. You it could, doesn't look like a staff. I think it's actually more of a mace because it has one a big thing on one end. But I mean, it's 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 a long two handed. There's there's a lot of sticks. Uh, there's a lot of stick weapons. I say. I know, but the fact that he has a stick weapon. <laughs> yeah. No. Like like if if you still gave. Uh, Raph blades. Mm. I'd be like, okay, you basically gave him two nightsticks. Yeah, I actually, I actually think this is actually much better than the size, to be honest, because it's the same basic size, and except that it's blunt, which means he can actually use them. And he's a big, strong guy in this one, so you need something that he can actually melee with and hit people with. It, it, it just makes me think. Stabbing of, makes no sense for him in this. Is what I'm, I'm it, saying. It just, it just brings me back to the days when um, they wouldn't let Michelangelo use his nunchucks, so they just had him use a grappling hook. But he actually gets to use it now. It's the opposite of that. And this one, before he would never let him use the side, but now you can actually use these. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is that like they took away the weapon that he's best known for and yeah. gave him another weapon 
that that he can use. Yeah. But uh, as I'm saying, that's what happened with Michelangelo. His nunchucks, which is what he was best known for, he wasn't allowed to use. They gave him mm, a grappling hook thing mm. with a rope, and that was his weapon in the later, like, in like maybe the first sec, first two seasons of, of the original Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. He had his nunchucks. Well, and that then was just the, uh, well, that was probably just because of Europe, right? Then they have that big thing against ninja weapons. Wait, well, well only Mikey. Yeah, they didn't do well, anything to Leo. They didn't do anything to Donnie. Well, they, that's the only one I think they counted as a ninja weapon for some reason. <laughs> Again, a sigh for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. Electra in Marvel, who is a ninja, <laughs> who true. uses size as her main form of weapon. But then also, but then also too, like I always like the sigh because, and also too, in a way, Raph, like I kind of like the way Electra uses them more than Raph because mm-hmm. Electra kind of has that that cloth thing that she has in her hand, so she can flip them easier. Because mm-hmm. then you still have the blunt force. I yeah. can flip the sigh over so the blade is against my palm, my arm and use the handle as a blunt force weapon. And it's like the same thing with, with Leo and his size. It's like, or Leo and his swords. It's like, I still have big giant cutting things. <laughs> yeah. I like, like unless, unless they're going to somehow give Leo uh, kendo sticks. Well, on this one, it's just it's just one sword. It's, his is the weirdest one to me because everybody asks us something that's actually different. Mm-hmm. His is just like we're just taking away one of your weapons. Well, Mikey still has nunchucks. No, he has a uh, weird ass yo-yo. Have you not seen it? I thought I did. It's it's like a yo-yo on a string that he can like swing oh, okay. around. Okay, no, it's because I'm, I'm seeing the handle. Oh, okay. Like because he still has a handle in his hand. Yeah. So it's more like a morning, like like how you're saying how how Donnie kind of has a mace. Yeah, exactly. He's he's got like a morning star. Like what are those spikes? Is it spiked? No, it's, 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 on, it's on fire. It's, it's the energy. Yeah, they all have like aura around their weapons. The one too. thing I do like is that um, April is black. Yeah, which is actually the or- the original, uh, the, right, from the comic. Well, well the original one of the original. Yeah, because like li- like literally like the first maybe five issues. Mm-hmm. April was actually drawn darker. Yeah, well, because that's weird. Because I remember uh, reading about that. Um, okay, one of the creators says that she was always supposed to be white, and the other creator always says she was always supposed to be black. So I guess it was just a matter of who was drawing the issue. At that yeah, time. I think that's what happened. Um, so I kind of, I kind of like because especially um, when you draw her hair in the old comics, she had very thick, curly hair um, that most people would. Associate um, with a darker skinned person. Yeah. Um, and then and then later on, it was just like, oh, it, it's just it's just that that kind of poofy curl that white women have, kind of. Thing. Yeah, I kind of hope they give uh, Leonardo something because I, I feel like he always had no personality a lot of times, and he was just I'm the leader, but now he's not the leader. So then, like, what is he? They got to give him something. I know, that's why. That. That's why. That's why the old. And then also too, are they going to rearrange the order? Because in the theme song, it's always been the same order. But now that Raph is leader, would did, they announce him didn't first? Didn't they call him leader accidentally in one of the songs? Yeah, T-U-R-T-L-E Power from the first Ninja Turtle So they film. could just use that song. <laughs> no, because then you got to pay the guys again. And who knows how much they're paying for licensing. Five dollars. Five dollars. But like, um, but like, you know, because in the original M- uh, TMNT, it, it went Leo, Donnie, Raph, and Mike. And then in, in the, the most recent TMNT, it went Leo, Donnie, Raph, and Mike. So I'm wondering if it's going to... I don't think they did a roll call in the 2003 series. I don't remember. Um, but, like, I'm wondering if it might be now Raph, Donnie, Leo, Mike. 
I mean, yeah, I guess you could you. just do it. You could do it any any order you want. I mean, do you think he's gonna stay leader? I think it's gonna be one of those things where it's like, oh well, we we figured out that Leo is actually better at it. Well, that, that's the thing too is I I I don't like I've never liked the idea of Raph as leader. He's never been leader. <laughs> I know, but there's so many people out there that go that that think like, that oh. he is because yeah. of a that song. Oh yeah, and like even in the old uh, t- in the original like '87 Ninja Turtle movie, mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Oh no, Raphael is the is the leader in that movie." Yeah, it's like, no, no, he's not. <laughs> like, you know, I, he, I kind he, of he agree. has he has I, the most story, but yeah. he's still not technically leader. I kind of agree with you. I mean, I actually like Raph like the best, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like yeah, his character personality wouldn't be suited to being a leader. Well, yeah, like he's 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 a good. Has, has Donnie ever been leader? Because he's a smart one. You think he would be leader at some point? Well, that, that's the thing. It's like you guys, inte- <laughs> intelligence doesn't necessarily equate to leadership. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like 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 I've said before, Hughes, great character, knows what to do, super intelligent, not a leader, which is why he pushes Mustang. Yeah, but he could totally be the guy in the chair. Like you could have you could have Donnie as as like field team leader, but. You know, hanging out at the computers, mm-hmm. and then and then Leo as the uh, as the actual uh, team leader out in the field. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just it's just I always kind of felt like 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 Donnie Donnie inverts too much, like because Donnie's my favorite turtle, yeah. and I, I would I could never see him as leader <laughs> just because in the in the in in the idea of it, he's he goes into his own little world too often. Mm. You know, like when he's in his lab and he's making stuff, he'll be gone from the rest of them for so long. That like you know he'll he'll just do his own thing. Okay, what about just just April as leader then? She always seemed like the most sensible one. <laughs> it depends on where in time it's she knows that she knows the turtles. Hmm. If this is right when she meets them, no. But if she's known them for a while, I can totally see it. Hmm. Uh, let's see what else we got. Like like I always loved in the in the most recent turtles too when like like they're like oh so like you know why don't why aren't you so hard on Mikey? He's like oh you don't understand Mikey's. Mikey's perfectly zen, <laughs> even though he's the weakest fighter. He's like, "What?" Like, like Splinter's like, "Watch!" And he just like walks up behind Mikey, and, he's, and you see Mikey like, like he's not paying attention at all because he's got like headphones on. He's like yeah. doing his own thing, and like Splinter just walks up and he goes to like smack him, and Michael Mikey perfectly like what like dodges the attack without even knowing <laughs> that he's being attacked. Yeah, like. I- that's the way I always feel. I feel like Mikey's gonna gonna do everything at his own pace. So there's no point in trying to like force him to trying do. to hammer something into his head, you know? Yeah. Oh my god, these are great. <laughs> I gotta tell Splinter. <laughs> Michelangelo said you wanted this. <laughs> that's, that's the best joke in that whole series. <laughs> With the, the smoke bombs. Yeah. God. Uh all right, let's th- Let's talk about Monster Hunter real fast. It is uh, it's a good game. So Monster Hunter is a really good game. <laughs> it is now the highest selling Capcom game ever. Yeah. Like period. Any series that they've made. Uh, but what are the numbers in America? Um, like, like I mean, pretty, like pretty good. If if everybody and their and their mother bought it in Japan, <laughs> it well it sold seven point five million overall now mm-hmm. worldwide. Uh, no, no, sorry. It's shipped seven point five million, but it sold at least seven million. Yeah, uh, and that's not including the like the online sales, or no, that, that's including those. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's only been out for what like a month and change. Same change. Yeah, so already it's it's pretty good. And they got that Monster Hunter movie coming out now. 
that's going to be terrible, but it'll probably sell yeah, well. We'll, like, see, like we'll, still, evil we're still going to see it. I I feel... Lost? No, like, there's a, there's a movie that, that it reminds me of where it's just like... Okay, it's it's basically... Uh, what's that movie where the the kid goes and he, he trains with Jackie Chan and Jet Li? Oh, that Journey to the West type film? It's basically that movie, but Monster Hunter. Oh, okay. uh, the, the whole concept is that uh, Some guy. a small white kid ends up going uh, getting transported to Monster Hunter World by accident, mm-hmm. has to learn how to be a cool Monster Hunter, and then the portal opens up again, and now some of the monsters in the Monster Hunter World end up in the real world, and he's the only one that can stop them because he got the cool training. So then he has to go back to the real world and fight the monsters. Speaking of really weird adaptational films where it should be an Asian character, but instead we get a white hero. Uh-huh. Did you know? You got to narrow it down a little bit more. <laughs> did you know that the guy that played Spike in Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh-huh. and Brainiac in Smallville? Uh-huh. Um, and, and Piccolo in the Dragon Ball? <laughs> that was what I was going to say. I didn't know that. He was freaking Piccolo. He didn't like, get to do anything either. So it sucks. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. You're like the biggest name attached to this, and I barely recognize you. Right? And he got like no lines and no screen time. I, I will say this. As much as I hate that Evolution movie, I loved the action figures. The toys were amazing. That little, that little like, did you ever you see those? There's a little up. dial on the back, and, and there's an arm hidden <laughs> in the arm. So when you spin the dial on the back, you see the hands come out like this, and then you see the other hands come out like that. So it's like the blur effect from Dragon oh. Ball Z with the multiple fists coming oh, that's out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's freaking amazing, and it's and it's connected to the shittiest film. <laughs> oh man, I, actually, uh, speaking of uh, action figures, did you hear about the uh, Power Rangers? What's going on with the action figures for that now? Hmm. Um, okay, in the am I going to be able to put any action figure into that stupid mech of a Ninja Steel Megazord? Hey, 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 hey! Don't I wish that Megazord that sits um, down on another Megazord. Okay, it, it's just Ellen Ripley from Aliens. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> cool. So, uh, a Bandai, Bandai Namco. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe they're the ones that make the toys. Yeah, I'm, uh, this is all going out of memory right now. So if I get anything wrong, don't don't send don't send an email. On everything. Anyway, they uh, I believe they make the toys and they also pay help pay for the Sentai in Japan. Yeah. Um, for the first time now, uh. The, the American toys are being switched to Hasbro. Hmm. So now Hasbro is going to make all the American toys. And they actually look a lot better because the last, the last few seasons, the toys have kind of sucked for, for, for the Sentai. And then the, the American ones are just the Sentai toys again, you know, uh, just changed slightly. And uh, yeah, the, the, the kind of looks pretty good for Hasbro. And also because of that, I guess Bandai had a lot of control over which, uh, move, uh, which series we could adapt. So that's why a lot of series get skipped because um, some of the better se- uh, better seasons in Japan actually had terrible toy sales. By the way, watch the Train uh, Sentai series. Oh, it's so good. You can, good. Just, you can just Google Train Sentai and you'll find it. Just, it. just make sure you don't accidentally type in Train Hentai because then you might get some really <laughs> weird Thomas the Tank. Yeah, yeah. Thomas goes all out, though. All right, hang on. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, but yeah. So like, actually, the next season is is in a season from I think like f- five seasons ago, and they're they're adapting that one now because they really wanted to adapt that and they couldn't because the toy sales sucked. Uh-huh. And Bandai was like, no. But they're like, well, when I were working with Hasbro, we can do whatever we want. <laughs> so, well, I'd heard too. Um, was it one of those from five years? 
It's yeah. a, a while ago. Okay, because I, I, one of the ones that I had heard was it was actually one that predates MMPR. Really? I don't think hmm. it's that long ago. Because I, I always remember watching... Although it did look like very old footage. Like, I remember watching Super Megaforce, which was... Which pissed me off because it was supposed to be the 20th anniversary of Power Rangers. Instead, they released that series on the 21st year of Power Rangers. Because they decided to split that series into two. Oh, yeah. And... Um, and at times they would transform into the original, original Power Rangers and they'd fight like that. And it's like, nobody knows what Power Ranger that is. <laughs> like, like, it's like, um, this yeah, that never figure. came out over here. Yeah. But they'd, they'd act like, hey, we're this one. I was like, I don't, what? I don't know what that care. is. And by the way, my favorite one was still whenever they transformed to the Power Rangers in space one. Because mm-hmm. every single time they would transform into a different Power Ranger thing, they would say which one they were turning into. They'd say Mighty Morphin. They would say Wild Force, Jungle Fury, whatever. So that one they go, in, in space. space. It's like, that, that doesn't work as well as the other ones. Uh, but in space. So um, just just going over it real quick, I saw a ton of movies mm-hmm. over this, because I got movie pass, right. which is, by the way, getting really creepy. <laughs> There's been oh. a lot of news where they're getting, they're getting real creepy with your information. <laughs> Oh, so um, apparently the the app not only tracks what movie you watch and and where, but also what you did before the movie and also after the movie to unspecified lengths. It's like it's like oh, you you went and ate at this place before you saw the movie. Well, maybe we'll start targeting you know that the, place. Yeah, that place and and uh, and also for a while they they're kind of squeezing they're kind of squeezing out movies that they. They're trying to see how much control they can uh, yeah. they can leverage. For uh, in LA and New York, they blocked uh, certain movies uh, from the from the app. So apparently, they can do that. And it, uh, just so that uh, just so that the the theaters and the and the movie creators could yeah. see that like oh this the attendance dropped like twelve percent because they did this. They're like yeah we own like twelve percent of the market. Give us money. <laughs> like mm-hmm. they're they're getting a little crazy now. I mean it's still worth it. It's very hard for them to do something that where I would stop, because <laughs> because I I see one movie and I'm getting I'm getting my money's worth. Uh, but I've seen a lot of movies, so I'm just gonna just Here's run. Here's Dan's movie review. Yeah, I'm corner. gonna I'm gonna run down all the movies. Black Panther, good, great. Uh, felt very 007 at some points. Um, the Post, which was uh, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks and um, Meryl Streep. Um, surprisingly good uh felt very um it kind of made you feel like you miss uh, you miss the old news you know the news that was hard hitting and like really cared about that kind of thing um it's one of like almost like a billion uh, movies that i cried at because, oh. <laughs> because there's so many good ones that they did that jumanji was not one of those <laughs> no i i i've been i but, had bad feelings but about the guy ate cake and he exploded and that was funny did he? Yeah, I okay. I enjoyed it. It wasn't good, but I enjoyed it. In which movie? A uh, Jumanji. Oh, yeah, okay. in that movie, uh, every character—it's like a video game. Yeah, every yeah. character has a weakness, and one of theirs was just cake, and he didn't understand what that was. And then at one point, he eats like he thought it was bread, and it's like, oh wait, no, that—that's cake. That's pound he's cake. He's like, he's like all freaking out, and he's like, oh, I guess maybe it just meant that I just I really enjoy cake, and that's my weakness. And he just suddenly explodes. <laughs> Uh, one guy's weakness is actually mosquitoes, and he almost dies because he gets stung by one mosquito or like uh, bitten by one mosquito. Anyway, 
Uh, Shape of Water. I think we said enough about that movie. Uh, that movie was great. Watch it. <laughs> Saw it with my mom, and she really hated the villain. She was just so happy to see him die. I've never seen her so so excited to see, see, joy. To see oh, someone killed. General Zod? Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, I guess it was. I guess he's known for, for having really uh, memorable deaths, huh? Well, he's, he's known for being a very, very evil man, except... <laughs> You're an evil, evil man. man. Except a good a, a time to watch him when he's when he's really happy and a nice mm-hmm. guy is Groundhog Day. Uh, Who is he in that? He's he's at the end of the movie when when like literally Bill Murray note has has gotten everything down to such a pattern, like almost like Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask that he say, that he helps every single person in that one day. Mm-hmm. He gets um, there's a young married couple. The husband is played by the guy that played Zod. Um, he gets them WrestleMania tickets. Oh yeah, yeah. The two that that were up together, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, WrestleMania, and like the, they they just like hug and jump like up and down, like oh my god. Yeah, he's the husband. Okay. Aww. So that's nice. Good for him. <laughs> um, the movie Wonder, which is about a kid with like a weird face that he had he had a bunch of uh, I don't know I don't know how to not yeah, say, yeah, say he, it like he, that. Yeah. He basically had a bunch of reconstructive uh, surgeries since birth, and uh, he wears the astronaut helmet. Most of the time, because he's really into space stuff. Yeah, cool. And it's him going to school for the first time, and uh, you know that was actually really good. Um, it's different than I thought it was going to be. Uh, some parts had the kind of I was like, oh, I'm not into this. But then a lot of it is actually about um, not just the kid, but everyone else around him. Mm-hmm. Every character gets a a small story within it, where it literally cuts to like their point of view for like the, like the week. Uh-huh. So it's him, his sister, his mom, his dad, their dog at one point. Is and a like, side story? And like, huh? The dog gets a side story? Yes. And oh. like, literally, like, every every happy and sad thing that can happen in a movie happens in this one movie. It's just like one thing after another. You're like, oh, man. Okay, well, at least that part. So, oh, no, no, that's happening. <laughs> like, okay, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna immediately jump into what is a famous website. Does the dog die? <laughs> yeah, I love that website. Uh, I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna tell you. It's a it's a major plot point. Anyway, uh, <laughs> end the movie now. Um, I'll I mean, just go to doesthedogdie.com to check it out myself. Do it, man. We're sponsored by them now. No. <laughs> um, freaking Coco was great. Uh, I cried every time that that song came up. The freaking like it's cheating. Cry. Like if you cry every time. Um, which by, by saw, the way, saw but, it with Spanish subtitles, which was fun. Which, by the way, as much as as much as Coco did deserve to win Best Animated Feature, mm-hmm. okay. however, I don't think Boss Baby should have been nominated. It was nominated. Yeah, Boss Baby was nominated for oh, Best Animated oh. Feature. Here's the thing. Here's the only reason why I don't think it should have been nominated. What about the Van Gogh one? No, wait. Here's the you, no. Well, that was nominated for Best Animated Short because that yeah. wasn't that wasn't long enough to be a feature. Oh. Um, but the for thing is, Kobe Bryant won for that. No, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, but here's the thing. Uh, the reason why I don't want, I didn't think Boss Baby should have been nominated was because there was another animated feature that genuinely should have been, mm-hmm. and that was the Lego Batman movie. Oh yeah, that yeah. was that was snubbed, and Boss Baby was put in. Oh uh, yeah, you know. Okay, fun fact about the Boss Baby. Do you know what that movie is actually about? Uh, a war brother? between babies and puppies. No, the entire movie is a in the brother? imagination of the older brother, and this is him imagining that the new baby brother came, has come in and he's controlling the entire family, and now everything's about the, the his his baby brother, and he becomes a boss baby who bosses the parents around, and everything revolves around him now. And this is, this whole movie is just him trying to rationalize like how this is happening to me. I used to be like the only child. Mm. 
Yeah, like about brothers. I could have sworn there's a part where they have to go to a puppy factory. Yeah, he mentioned that. Yeah, the entire movie is in his imagination. Oh, okay. But, uh, okay. So that's that's just the end of the movie. What is? Like that we find out that everything is... is yeah. There. Okay. Because I was like, oh, I could have sworn there's a part where there's a warring faction between babies and puppies. Oh, yeah, that's all, that's all a thing. But then... Because but, the whole movie is going in and out of his imagination. Uh-huh. And basically, what you're supposed to figure out is that the whole thing is actually in his imagination. Yeah, okay. Like that, that, like that part, I, I, I kind of figured. But that's like... I felt like that's like saying, um, you know what the whole the whole series of Saint Elsewhere is about? Uh, an autistic kid with a snow globe. I'm like, no, there, there, there's still a lot of medical drama nope. in this series. But there's I'm no, like, don't, but tell there's, me, don't tell me the last five minutes and say like the entire movie was just this. I'm like, what? I could have sort of had it. Oh yeah, all, everything you just said is in the movie. But it's I'm like the, oh, okay the, the, that, that made, the whole that, thing is like an hidden, allegory the yeah, okay. like, like that that like that part makes sense like now it makes sense but before I'm like oh wait a minute you there's got to be me. more to it than that <laughs> this uh, isn't an episode of Bobby's World <laughs> okay uh, Star Wars uh, everyone who who didn't like it is wrong uh, <laughs> Justice League uh, everyone who liked it was wrong <laughs> it, it was fine I enjoyed it. Uh, mustache oh. wasn't that big a deal, but I mean, did Superman it, fight a hippo? I don't know. I really want to know. It's <laughs> my main question. I've been wanting to find out. Um, God, what else? I don't even know what this movie is. Uh, Suburbicon. That's a really interesting movie. It gets. I, it, I also saw that with my mom, and she fell asleep right before everyone died. Like it, it was. It was normal, normal, normal. She fell asleep, and then everyone was killed. <laughs> That's the one with Matt Damon, right? Yes. I think that's. Uh, I think that was made by the Coen Brothers. It's pretty crazy. Um, Lady with, and, if, and if you know the Coen Brothers, their movies are either really cool, refreshing, like I did, like if you watch Fargo or or um, No No Country for Old Men, like those kind of films. Yeah. Or they go completely off the rails. Case in point, like movies like The Big Lebowski mm-hmm. and <laughs> stuff like that. Um, like the Coens are either one or the other. There is no intermediate. There's no medium. Simple, like, you know, like, like kind of crazy film. Yeah. It's either completely off the rails or really interesting thought piece that would probably get, like, a good... I, I would say this movie is both. Huh. I would say this movie is, is one and then goes completely into the other. So you want a cartoon where Itchy and Scratchy deal with realistic problems, but is completely off the wall and goes back in time. Yeah. yeah, because there's a whole subplot in in a suburbicon where their neighbors are 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 black and they just moved in and because it becomes a big thing where people are like protesting the fact that these these black people moved into this white neighborhood uh-huh. and it's supposed to be the perfect white neighborhood and all, so there's it, a whole subplot with that and they like the the main kid is like playing with the kid and they're like I don't think you should let your kid play with you know there's a whole bunch of stuff happening there but then again everyone dies at the end and it completely in the main plot <laughs> so. At some Spoiler. point, it, it's fine. Everyone well, does. for you. <laughs> you, can, you can watch the trailer. You see he's covered in blood at one point. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was just because he, he killed a mobster. I thought he dropped a jar of uh, raspberry jam. Or Only one person I know gives me the raspberry. Uh, Lone star. star. Oh, and there's one part early on where someone dies that made me really uncomfortable. And it's a personal thing, but it's just... That that specific kind of death really bothers me. I was just like, oh, this is gonna. I'm gonna keep thinking about this for a while. Um, but the worst movie. I'm just gonna skip to this one because I want to get this over with. The Snowman. That was the worst <laughs> movie of the year, maybe of all years that I've ever seen. You could have saved her, Mister Policeman. 
I it, gave you all the clues. And it was like a train wreck because I, I also went to uh, to see the movie The Star, just because there was a uh, I can get Sony credit for that. Just okay, okay, it. okay, okay. The movie had a train wreck, or the movie was, was a, train a train wreck. wreck. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> because I went to go see the CGI movie The Star about the birth of Jesus. Yeah, just because donkey. Yes, just because I was like, this might be interesting to watch, even though I'm pretty sure it's bad. And also because I get uh, credit from uh, Sony just for seeing it, having a, th- a ticket stub. Uh-huh. And I was like, whatever, I have a movie pass, you know, whatever. I left after like maybe the second song in that movie, and th- that's not very far in. Uh-huh. No, The Snowman, I watched the entire movie. <laughs> just like, something's got to happen in this movie, right? <laughs> it can't something be this good. bad. There's got to be something in this. And no, there isn't. <laughs> the- okay, I was gonna, I was going to say, I'm like... If it's a movie that kept your attention to the point where you sat through the whole thing, oh, no, I, was on my, I was on my phone. And you were on your play, 3DS. Yeah. You just kept oh, that's true. I, play, I, I played a game. I played Pokemon while in, in the theater because I was the only one in the theater. <laughs> you kept texting us like little. Oh yeah, that's right. We got a, we got a play by play on Facebook Messenger about everything that was going on. Oh my god, it was so <laughs> bad, man. I heard the director asked people to not go go see it. <laughs> so. That might be that might be true, and especially now, I believe the the Alan Smithy rule no longer works. Which is, is? if uh, if a director does a movie and the studio makes enough changes to it to where the director can say this is not my original vision anymore, um, he can have his film like basically the the Motion Picture Association can review it and say you're right, this movie is no longer what you had made. And your your name as director is stricken from it, and it now says directed by Alan Smithy. Alan Smithy is just basically a generic name that basically says like nobody made this movie, like like the or at least the director that was attached to this no longer recognizes this as his project. And uh, I believe the last the last time the idea of Alan Smithy was brought up was the film American History X. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that directed that, and it's actually the only film he directed because he kind of shot himself in the foot. Because uh, he directed the film, and then Edward Norton decided, he's like, hey, I want, I want to make a few changes to it. And the studio's like, yeah, go ahead. Didn't consult the director to ask him if he wow. can make some director directing changes to it. And he was like, oh, and, and then all this other stuff happened, and he's like, oh, just take me off the picture. And they're like, oh, no. And then he took out a full page... Uh, ad in Variety mm-hmm. telling the movie studio to remove my name from this picture. And um, well, and they're like, oh, well, we can't now because you identified the fact that you're the director. You can't do that. That's another thing that makes Alan Smithy work is that like because you took your name yeah, you off of it, nobody anyone. knows who directed it. And but as a result of that, they decided to end Alan Smithy. Uh, project. Yeah, Forever. or the, the, yeah, the idea of Alan Smithy is is done because of that, and so, then that guy was blacklisted because now all these studios are like, "Oh, how difficult is this man to work with?" So just to reiterate, the Snowman terrible in every way. <laughs> didn't look good. The story didn't make sense sometimes. the The killings weren't interesting except for maybe one, and it didn't look good. <laughs> the maybe the last fight had some stuff, but also it had other stuff that didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And it had a stinger at the end. Like, it was like some cool movie that was just like, little zinger at the end. Maybe we'll get a sequel. Like, no. They're not getting anything. 
So it always made me sad about Mario Brothers is that they had that stinger at the end that there might be a sequel, and I thoroughly enjoyed the Mario Brothers. There's a uh, fan-made comic you can look online that actually continues the story. Oh, yeah, no, I've, story. I've, read, I've read that, but yeah. it just it made me sad. that that. And then also it's one of those instances where I didn't know Elizabeth Banks was in this movie. Like, nah, re-watching it, it with today's eyes, I'm like, yeah. Elizabeth Banks is freaking Daisy. And, oh, yeah. and then you watch the original Spider-Man trilogy, Elizabeth Banks was Betty Brandt. <laughs> <laughs> you watch every movie and Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks it's like, is in I, it. I, I, like I didn't realize how far back Elizabeth Banks's career went. I thought it started uh, with when Judd Apatow started, because she was in Forty Year Old Virgin, and that's around the time when I first started seeing her in a lot of work that you recognized. That her. I recognized her in. Yeah, exactly. Because then, like, seen her in other work, you just didn't. Yeah, and then now it's like, oh yeah, she was because like it's not like I saw her in Forty Year Old Virgin. Go, hey, that's the girl from Mario Brothers, like. They go to uh, watch Mario Brothers. Hey, that's a girl from the forty-year-old version. Yeah. Um, just a little bit of downer here. I just wanted to say, uh, Kevin Smith. Have you heard about Kevin Smith? Yeah. yeah. Had a heart attack. Uh, he's in. Is he, is I heard he's actually a vegetarian now. He's like, I'm just going to go vegetarian straight up because yeah. I want to live. You know. Yeah. Um, and and Stan Lee actually has been uh, battling uh, pneumonia, which is kind of crazy. And did you hear he, he had a 1.4 million dollars stolen from him? What? Yeah. Uh. It was like he, he had somebody stolen in December and then uh, more stolen in January, and uh, they're they're looking into it like that. I forget what the service is called, but it's a service that helps um, basically old people that are getting frauded. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're, they're looking into it. So hopefully, oh no, it wasn't fraud. Yeah, you just give uh, you just give these people um, your social security number and all your credit card numbers, and uh, if one of them matches, you win a prize. <laughs> God damn it! What is, this, what is this Pokemon? Freaking. Anyway. Uh, okay. Um, and we're not sponsored by Crunchyroll, but I wish we were because Street Fighter Two: The Animated Series is now on Crunchyroll. Oh the, the whole thing. Do it. You mean the American? Yes, Street the Street American Street Fighter okay. Two animated series. Yes. Yes. That one. Anyway. I think that'll be it. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. that's got to be it because we've actually gone like an hour and a half. Uh, Sorry. That's all right. Um, always know you can email us at podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, complaints, or gripes, you can always meet us up there. Um, you can also hit us up on Twitter. I'm going to make sure Miguel gets back yeah. on that. Or no, well, I don't know. Maybe I can start doing it because Miguel's been having weird-ass times at work. That's true. Um but you can hit us up there at Procrast Podcast. Uh, for this week, this is Isaiah. This is Dan. This is Ed. Telling you, you guys take care. Oh. We'll be back in. We'll be back. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is a bit of a tease of an episode because we'll be back in about three weeks. Because next week I have to work uh, a charity event for Saving Throw Show at Twitch.tv. Which um, you should uh, watch. Yeah, go, go ahead and watch that. Donate. We 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 do like these uh, twelve. Like this is a twelve-hour stream that we're doing. And then also the week after that, uh, I will be at WonderCon, so we can give you Ooh. stuff about what's happening there. Well, um, we can so yeah. give you physical stuff. Could, yeah. So just letting you know. Uh, so yeah, you guys take care. We'll see you in April, I assume. I Bye-bye. love you.